Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. This week on the show, I'm interviewing the amazing Aaron Edwards. Now, I know what you're thinking, same last name, are we related? We're not, however, we do have something in common. Uh, Aaron and I both have a passion and an interest in how to help people live happier and healthier lives. Uh, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally as well. In this episode, I talked to Aaron a lot about how his histories and, and struggles and difficulties with depression and with anxiety and with his own mental health. We talk about how he began to recognize those and begin to overcome them, which is a long journey. And we talk about how he's now using his platform and his voice to be the voice for other people who may be going through some difficult times themselves. It's a very eye-opening, it's a very honest and uh, raw interview, and I'm very proud uh, to have it on this podcast and, and have it on the BU with Declan Edwards podcast. I'm very grateful to Aaron for coming in and sharing his story and being so honest and real with me during the interview. Don't forget that like all of our podcast episodes, this episode is available for free on the Wellness Library. The Wellness Library is the free section of our Pocket Coach platform, which is an e-learning platform designed to help you thrive in life rather than just survive. So it's filled with hundreds of podcast episodes, blog articles, and videos that you can access for free in the Wellness Library to begin taking proactive, practical, and fun steps towards developing your mindset and your overall well-being. I've left the link to the Wellness Library and to the Full Pocket Coach platform in the show notes for today's episode, so make sure you check that out. Make sure you take those next steps forward in looking after your well-being. And with that said, let's welcome Aaron onto the podcast. So mate, thank you so much for coming in today again. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day and your life. I know you're a busy man and yeah. we're just catching up about what you do on a day-to-day basis um, before going live on the podcast and recording everything. So it really does mean a lot to me that A, you've taken out some time in your day to come into studio and, and talk and share your story and really what drives you with our listeners. But I think if we look bigger than that, I think it matters a lot to me. The reason I asked you to come into the podcast in the first place, it matters a lot that you are starting conversations and sharing conversations and stories that really need to be had a lot more. Um, That's become much more apparent to me over the last 12 months, as I know it has for you. But before we jump into that, I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself to our listeners and, and share a bit about your background and really what got you to where you are today and why you're doing what you're doing today. Yep. Um, my name's Aaron. I, I've been a PT for 18 months now. Um, it's taken off quite quick, which is good, I guess, yeah. Um, but before that, I was working shift work and, you know, just any job. Did a bit of travelling, oh, maybe six, ten months worth, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. We um, went all around Europe and did all that and come home, got another job. Ended up working shift work and, yeah, just it didn't turn out well. Um, ended up getting into fitness uh, through Connor, yep. which I met. So he sort of, I don't know, not really pushed me into it, but 
got me going on yep. the right path for doing it. And yeah, that's, I've been doing it ever since and it's helped a lot with how I feel and mm-hmm. where I'm sort of, I guess it's given me a bit more purpose and direction on what I'm doing. Yeah, perfect. Um, Cause yeah, going from the last job, I sort of mental health went downhill mm-hmm. and everything was just, yeah, mm-hmm. all on a slippery dip down. So oh, yeah. it wasn't to the point. Like it wasn't to a serious point, but yeah, it was close. It was enough for you to know something was. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, now I'm the freedom, a lot happier. Everything's mm-hmm. yeah, and it's just something different that I guess I enjoy and yeah. like to wake up to every day. At uh, three a.m., I found out before we went live. <laughs> at three a.m., <laughs> yes, um, most days, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's. What I do at the moment, and hopefully I can continue that on and keep going. Yeah, and I, I mean, I definitely want to dive into that. Not only how it's made an impact in your life, physically, mentally, emotionally, purpose and meaning you spoke about, but made it for it to take off like it has in eighteen months. It obviously means you're making an impact in other people's lives. Yeah, right. And that's everything that we stand for at BU and everything we do is to make an impact, starting with self. And I'd love to ask you, what did starting with self look like? Like, how did you have to go through those changes first in order to help other people make them? Um, oh, being being vocal was the hardest part, I guess, to start with. It was a lot of hum, um and an ah, and mm-hmm. there was a couple of people that knew that the situation I was in and and I guess what was going on, but it wasn't until... I sort of took that leap and I started to feel better about where I was at Yep. to be able to start on this new path. So it all sort of transitioned around the same time, but it was just, yeah, it was a long process to get to it. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, it, oh, the way I <clears throat> the, the way I told most people was just to post on Facebook, but that was the only way I could tell everyone. Yeah. So Why is that? Do you think? Well, I, I couldn't really start it and just be like, oh, hey, you know, I'm not right. Yeah, how do you bring it up in conversation, yeah, it's, right? It's so hard. Like even I booked the doctor's appointment, went went to the doctor's on my own, and even in the doctor's I'm going, I don't know mm. if I'm going to talk about it or – but thankfully I did. And, yep. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just it was just that making that initial, oh, hey – I'm not okay. Yeah, it's so hard to do. A hundred percent. But once you saw it, once you can get through it, it's yeah, it changes and it's a lot easier. Not it's not easy, easiest, but it's a yeah. lot easier to talk about it once you sort of get over that fear. Uh-huh. What do you think the the fear was there? Like, uh... oh, I honestly don't know. Yeah, it was just. I guess it could be anxiety. It's oh. just yeah, everything plays on top of each other, and yep. you know you're not meant to be like that. Uh-huh. But yeah, you, you have these thoughts. You do everything happens like this, but you just can't explain it. Mm. And I've, I want to thank you, mate, for something that you just brought to my attention there, which I'd never thought of before. Obviously, we have a lot of initiatives in Australia, like Are You Okay Day, and um, you know Beyond Blue, and all these organisations offering support, but there's only so much they can do if we're not having the conversations in the first place, Mm. right? And I think especially amongst Australian men, 
that is such a, a big part of the struggle is being able to bring up the conversation to start with. And yeah. you're right. Like it was that sense of, I want to highlight when you're like, how would I even bring that up in conversation? Yeah. Like I did through a Facebook post because how else am I meant to yeah. just what be casually talking to a friend and be like, Hey, by the way, like it's just so hard. You're yeah. just like, it's not something you just bring up. Yeah. If someone goes, well, what's wrong? You say, oh, nothing. It's all right. Yeah. I'm all right. That's just how we are. It's, it's yeah. Taking that extra step to be able to go, well, no, I'm not. Mm. And this is why. But breaking that wall down between it is it's ridiculously hard. Yeah. And do you have people now, I'm imagining, through what you're doing? So for those listening, I mean, a, a big reason that I reached out to Aaron to invite him on the podcast was I started seeing a lot of amazing posts from you, very open and honest and real posts about, hey, yes, this is about your physical health. Yes, it's about exercise. And yes, it's about looking after yourself. But it's about much more than that as well. It's also about how do you feel mentally? How do you feel emotionally each day? It's about depression. It's about anxiety. It's about all of this plays together. And the more you shared that story and spoke with that, and I know shared a lot of your experience with that and shared your story, do you now find that that started creating opportunities for people to have a conversation with you? I've had a lot of people that have come up to me about it and Uh just either thanked me or, you know, just – said that I'm not in the right place, not mm. necessarily asking for help, but just saying thank you for being a voice. I yes. Guess. There's a lot of – it doesn't matter if it's male or female. It's, I've had a lot that have come out and just, yeah, said thank you for doing this or doing mm. that. Um, you know, I, I guess I'll, you never really know what it does for someone. Mm. Even, you know, you, you get the thanks here and there or someone will say something about it, but you never really – know how far it'll go yeah. to reach someone. And it could just be that one seed, that one post, that one thing yeah. that they see that does give them permission almost or support them or encourage them to, as you said, maybe not even get to the point of asking for help yet, but just to acknowledge. Yeah. You know, hey, actually, I'm not feeling great right now. I'm not feeling right. Like something's going on here. Yeah. You mentioned it was a long time for you getting to that point, getting to the point where you're like, okay, yeah, I got to talk about this. I'm imagining it's either as long or a longer process after that to begin working through it. Yeah. Or is it faster? You, yeah, that's a. What happens after that for you? Yeah, it's it still went. It still continued the downhill. It, uh-huh. it wasn't a fix. Uh-huh. It was just acknowledgement of what what was happening. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it was actually the, I went to the doctors and that night it was the night I told my partner mm-hmm. what I'd done and why I'd, why I'd gone to the doctors. Mm. And even that, I laid in bed with the lights off. I couldn't even face her to tell her. So it, it, it's not, it's not a quick fix situation. It's, I still going through the phases of it now yep and i honestly don't think it's something that'll ever go away yep but i can something i could probably maintain and balance a bit better mm-hmm. than the lower places that you get yeah yeah i know i saw I, I think you shared something which was quite cool around um you know acknowledging depression and anxiety and, and their effect on people but also acknowledging well there's also things that we can put in place to give us a fighting chance yeah. to put us in a better situation. 
um, than what we could have been otherwise. And I know exercise is such a massive part of that. I know what you're doing for work is a part of that. What have you found for yourself really gives you a fighting chance and puts you in a better position, even when you are, you know, still going through it and really um, being affected by things like depression and anxiety? What are the things that you have found make a difference? Um, the type of lifestyle, I guess, I lead. The, I guess it's changed a lot now that I've had a baby. Everything's a bit different. Of and course. Congratulations as well, by the way. It's, I find that if I was just working nine to five, working shift, work back shifts, it'd mm-hmm. all go, it's just compounding. I'm stuck in this routine type thing. Gotcha. Um, whereas now I can sort of, I can go do the, the daddy daughter things. I can yeah, go yeah. lessons and do all that type of stuff. And I still get that balance. Yep. Um, come home, like I work early mornings, but then by the time they wake up, I can go home and I've got that balance of work life type mm, thing yep. that I'm liking at the, at the moment. So it's just finding balances, doing things I like. Mm. Um, yeah. It could be just watching a movie, mm-hmm. just chilling out. Yeah. But yeah. Just, just got to find ways. Yeah. And it does sound like, Corey, if I'm wrong, finding things that have purpose and meaning for you. Yeah, yeah, may, may still involve sacrifice. Mm. I mean, raising a child 100%, yeah. right? It involves sacrifice. Yeah. Um, I saw a great thing the other day, which I'd love to get your thoughts on. Um, it said, that, you know, the, the purpose of life is finding something worth suffering for. It's not about eliminating all suffering. Yeah. Because we try and eliminate all suffering and we're putting ourselves on the back foot. It's not really how life works. And even if we were trying to do that, life tends to throw curveballs and not play our game. Yeah, right? that's it. How have you gone around identifying those things for yourself? I mean, obviously, being a, being a father is definitely one of them, but I know what you're doing with your clients and what you're doing in PT um, demands sacrifice. Yeah. And there's a little bit of suffering to it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. when you're in the gym, there's like sleep. physical suffering, right? A bit of sleep suffering. Yeah, yeah of course. Not, but yeah. but it's, it's almost that trade for the meaning and purpose on the, on the back end of it. Yeah. Um, how have you gone about diving into that? I know you said you were introduced to it by Connor and you went through a bit of a transformation and journey yourself there. Yep. What keeps you going with it? What gets you up in the morning? Um, coming, uh, I guess that, I guess what gets me up every morning is my daughter. Yeah. My partner. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's good to know when you when you see transformations of people and people, you can tell that they're happier mm-hmm. with what how they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've I've said it once before that sometimes I find helping other people's health sort of helps mine. Yeah, in a weird way. Uh huh. That it just when I see that they're getting better and happier, and that can help make me similar. It's just like. Feeding off positive yeah, yeah. type energy and type stuff like that. Yep. So yeah, it's just just recurring, bouncing off each other type stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I just yeah. Go with that. Yep. Yeah, I love that. And the idea of I think there's a lot to be said about when we when we help someone and we make an impact on other people's lives. It's not this transactional thing, right? Of like you're gaining something and you're happier and healthier now, and I've lost something yeah. to make that happen. It's like, no, no, both of us 
get something out of it. Yeah. Both of us benefit. Both of us feel they did a great study um, around they gave, I know they gave a college, half the college kids were given $20 and they said, go spend this on yourself at some point today and rate how happy you are for the next week. Uh, and then the other half was like, here's $20, go spend it on someone else and just make them happy. Just do something unconditional for someone else, family, friend, partner, kids, like stranger, anything. Yeah. And rate how happy you are for seven days. And you can probably guess what the results of that were. Yeah. Um, of course, people who helped others had this longer-term happiness come out of it. Both of them were very happy straight away. You know, you buy something nice for yourself for 20 bucks, <laughs> why not? Of course, you're going to be happy. But it, it went down so fast. And I, I do see your story as an expression of that and how, you know, you've gone through tough times and there continues to be tough times. It's part of life. But taking that and going, how can I help others? be it in a similar situation or even just in their own form of change, um, yeah. I'm imagining contributes a lot to you as well. Yeah, it does. It's, yeah. It, it's a similar similar as having caffeine. You, you have caffeine, short-term fix. Yep. At the end of it, you're like, oh, I need more caffeine. Yep. It's, it's the same type of thing, whereas, you know, you moderate and have little amounts, you yep. obviously feel better for a long period of time. Yeah, yeah. So it's just about, yeah. Helping, helping others is sort of like a low dose of caffeine, I guess. You could yeah, say. yeah, it's just a continuous. Yeah, quite cool. look at that slow burn, and it's not something. This isn't like this is a not a job I expected to do, uh-huh. in in life. But yeah, it's just just where I've sort of landed and taken uh-huh. with it. Yeah, and so I know for you, as I said, like looking at it as more than just a. Um, you know, a job and, and, and helping with their physical health, obviously using your platform to have these conversations and, and open up about it as well. I know you shared with me before we went on the podcast, you said when you write, you tend to just write because it's easier to put up on Facebook as you said. Yeah. The first time coming, you know, opening up and talking about it, it was easier to put a Facebook post up. Do you find that when you are writing your posts and, and and those statuses and sharing the information, have it starting the conversations on Facebook. Is it always from a place of whatever you're going through at the time? Is it just you're um, sort of spilling your own mind and, and heart out on there or? Yes and no. Sometimes like people, people, people that know me, like a lot of clients and stuff that know uh-huh. me now can tell, I guess, when I'm a bit off. Yep. Um, but it's not necessarily always based on me, uh-huh. what I post, you know, I could be super happy and super fine one day, yeah. but still post about it. It's just. Well, and I feel like that's an important thing to highlight for those listening as well. Yeah. Because it sort of blows apart this idea that you can't have these conversations or talk about it unless you're in the middle of suffering or struggling with depression or anxiety. Yeah. Right. To actually go, well, you know, at the moment I'm having a really good day, I'm feeling good, but we still need to talk about this, right? Like there's so many people out there struggling and, you know, um, I don't know, what are your hopes for, as opposed to the future of Australia, especially coming generations? What are your hopes for your daughter's generation coming through in terms of mental health? Um. It's it's very very hard because everything's always changing. Mm. Uh, everyone's more connected, obviously, now than what they were twenty years ago. So mm. everything's a lot more out there. But then there's a lot more 
sort of bottled up as well. Yeah. Um, and that's <clears throat> I'd like to see better programs, I guess, mm. around dealing with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can message like all the charities and stuff for help, but there's only so much help they can sort of do. Yeah. And then, you know, you basically you got to go to the hospital is your other thing. So I just, ways on improving stuff like that would be, would be great. And having, being able to teach the younger people how to cope with and how to speak about it before it gets to an issue yeah, is also a good thing. Yeah, I know. I heard a great analogy around that of you don't teach a child how to get back on the bike once the, like when they're on the ground crying because they've hit the ground, yeah. right? Like you don't wait till the kid falls off and then like, well, now we're going to learn how to get back on the bike. It's yeah. like we need to be teaching these coping mechanisms and resilience skills and things to help, um, as you said, before it hits yeah a, uh, you know that real struggle point yeah was, you don't want to break your arm you want to prevent it from happening to start with i love that such a good way to say it right yeah. and, and it, if if something happens where it does end up being broken at least have some form of yeah process around okay well how do we get through this how do we give ourselves the best chance of recovering from this yeah um i imagine it's the, yeah, much the same yeah so i suppose what i'd, I'd, I'd love to ask you man for, for people listening how can the people listening to this, whether they are going through something strong at the moment or whether they have been in the past or whether they've never been, but they know someone who is, how do you feel people can begin making those almost grassroots changes? Like obviously the ideal is we have better organizations and better programs and things. What can people do to help now? What makes a difference for you? Like what do you want when you're in that? place of struggle um it's it's hard it, i remember there's times where you don't want anything mm. you want everything all in one go you, you don't want to stand up but you don't want to sit down yeah and then you don't want to lay down yeah. so it's it's very hard to sort of guess what you want uh-huh. and how you want it sort of thing and that's it's just the weirdest feeling when you don't know mm. what can help what can't help until you sort of get through that period you just mm-hmm. it's like you're sailing through as a ghost yeah um it's just yeah it's so hard to say being it's just the only thing you can sort of help is acknowledging where you're at um it's it is it's just it's basically like having it's not the same as but it's for example you've got cancer there's no treatment how do you fix the cancer there's you know you've got this disease in your body but you don't know how to fix it Mm. you don't know where the you don't might not know where the causes are or you know what ticks it off or Mm. stuff like that and it's just until you can sort of scale back and work on even just the smallest parts, mm. smallest changes. Um, it's, yeah, there are still, there's still parts that I'm lost that I'm still trying to work out mm-hmm. of, you know, what we can do and how it can be better. Mm. 
but I guess that's part of the learning. Definitely. Just not gonna not gonna know straight up until you yeah. Work on it. Mm. Yeah, and it sounds like um coming from wrong, almost one of the first things as you said, like getting back to the bear, um, the fundamentals and the basics is just getting that awareness and, and, and clarity around how am I actually going right now? Yeah. Then you're right, it's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day of life yeah. right? and, and not take that time to go, am I feeling okay right now? Am I not? Like what's going on for me? Yeah. You know? yeah so I still struggle to talk to the people close to me. Uh-huh. Like I can't. If, if they ask me, I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. You know? yeah. I don't know why. I just can't. Mm. More so a stranger, I guess I can, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, a little bit odd, but yeah. It's almost because they're closer to home, like a bit of Yeah, a, maybe. Yeah. It's just, you can sort of lay it out more into someone who doesn't really know and you don't really know. Yep. You might not necessarily see again yep. type thing. Um yeah, it's just—I don't know why I do it. That's just the way I do it. Uh-huh. And going back to Facebook, that sort of feels the same. Mm-hmm. I can sort of put it out there without feeling like I'm talking directly to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even that might be—you know—something there for for people listening to be like, okay, if I just start with identifying how am I feeling right now, and then maybe it is, as you said, the tipping point for you. You know, I just had to get it out there somehow. Yeah, putting up a Facebook post was the way that I felt. Definitely, I imagine not comfortable to do it, but you know, able to yeah. to do it in face of the discomfort. I mean, it's made me feel better sometimes when I've done it. Yep, I'm just it's kind of like writing it in a book and mm-hmm. throw it away. Yeah, sort gotcha. Similar, yeah. similar type thing. Uh huh. In a way, but everyone else reads it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I sort of put it up. Forget about it, move, move on. Yeah. I guess that's sort of one of my coping things as well. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm imagining with any of the coping things you've identified, they've come, they've been identified by trial and error. Yeah. I'm imagining, like, you give it a go, did it work, did it not? Okay. Yeah. And I imagine even then some days that'll work, some days it won't. Yeah. And it's being okay with that. Yeah. You know, it's just, there's no one perfect fix. Yeah, there's that's no magic pill. Yeah. 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 It's just working, trying to do what works on that day at mm-hmm. that time for that problem. Mm hmm. Just a big guessing game yep. sometimes. Yeah. So, mate, if you were to, and I'm going to put you on the spot on this one, um, if you were to leave our, our listeners and our audience with any thought or any message, I started asking people recently, if you had five minutes to share a message with everyone in the world, what would it be? Um. As, lo- as alone that you think you are, you're not. Um, you know, everyone everyone has their own issues and problems and, you know, no one's perfect. Mm. Um, but there is there is always that one, one avenue where you think there's not um, that you're, that is able to help, you know, whether it be a friend, family, doctor, whatever. There's always that. There's yeah. There's always that like caring type figure mm. that you can turn to, um, like a stranger for me. Like, yeah. There's always yeah. You don't need to be stuck in that hole of 
like a big big pit of you know I'm not this is not right I'm I'm okay I'm not right I'm okay yeah. so there's always yeah always ways around and whatnot yeah Perfect. yeah mate I want to um yeah thank you again and and um just recognize and appreciate like your bravery and courage for uh, it sounds almost silly saying. That, like I, th- I dream of a world where we shouldn't even have to say talking about mental health is a brave thing to do. Yeah, because it should be so should be just a common thing. and normal, right? It's yeah. just like everyone's talking about it. But in this day and age, and in this society, unfortunately, it is a very brave thing to do to stand up and to be a voice for that, and to be real and honest with people about how you're feeling. And um, I just want to recognize that and thank you again for coming in and sharing some of your story and um, sharing that with our listeners. Yeah, for you, no worries, Matt. I appreciate it. Anytime. Once again, I just wanted to highlight, recognize, and thank Aaron for coming in. We've just finished up this episode, uh, and I'm sitting here reflecting on it, recognizing how much value was shared in there, just from the perspective of, of having that first person perspective and hearing Aaron's story really makes a difference. As we spoke about there, I know one that really stood out for me is these are conversations we need to be having not just when we're struggling, but also when we're thriving and when we're feeling good. Because the more we have these conversations, the more lives we can impact and change. So make sure you connect with Aaron, go onto Facebook and search Aaron Edwards Fitness. Uh, We spoke about his posts a lot in this podcast episode. He does put out some amazing content that I think makes a huge difference. And speaking of making an impact on people's lives, remember that to make an impact, it all must start with self. So make sure you're looking after yourself, make sure you're investing back into yourself and you're taking proactive, practical and fun steps forward in looking after your mindset and your well-being. One way that you can do that, as I said earlier in the podcast, is to check out the Wellness Library. It's our free resource and free tool that's filled with amazing, amazing content to give you the knowledge, the tools, the tips, the strategies that are needed to thrive in life. So follow the link in this week's show notes. You'll be able to sign up for free or also jump on the Pocket Coach platform, which includes all of that and some extra goodies that really make a difference. But until the next time we speak, you know how we do this. Make an impact, start with self and be you.